What's up, everybody? This is Justin Flinter coming to you live from Northern Virginia with the Justin Flinter Podcast by My Mentor Medicine. This week's podcast, we move on to part four of the five treasures of acupuncture. We're almost there. Number four. In numbers one, two, and three, we covered qi, blood, and body fluids, or jinye, in the first three. This week is jing, one of the mysterious substances of the body. And this particular substance is often referred to as one's essence. The essence of who you are. Who you are as an individual, who you are physically, mentally, spiritually, all of the realms of who you are and who you will become. Because this is also related to the processes of development. And that includes of the physical body, the mental body, spiritual body, everything of who you become, how you grow up in this world, essentially. So being that this phrase or this word jing is a treasured substance, in the classical books, they actually refer to three treasures of oriental medicine, which are jing, qi, and the last one, which we will talk about next week, shen. So jing, qi, and shen. These are the three treasures of oriental medicine. I like to think that all five of them are essential to human life. Now, of course, some of them are are formed from others, but we're not going to go into that in this discussion. So we're going to focus on the fourth treasure, which is Jing. The character in Chinese for the word Jing consists of two parts. One part is the character for rice, and that is not cooked rice, that is uncooked rice. The second character is a character that means clear or refined. So what exactly does that mean? So you have this basically food, this type of food that has not yet been cooked, that has been taken from its source and is ready for consumption before it goes through a particular process. So it must go through that process in order for it to be consumed. But prior to that, it remains in a state that basically holds potential. It has the potential to create food or some kind of energy inside of it. So this is a refined form of rice, a clear form, an uncooked form. All of these adjectives, if you will, all of these ways to describe one's essence. So who you are, what you will become. So I guess we could ask the question, is our essence something that needs to be cooked before it can be used? were consumed. And this comes into the aspect of oriental medicine where there are different numbers of years for men and women. So for men, the process of development, there is a change that occurs every eight years. And they believed that around the second set of eight years that puberty would be not only still occurring, but almost near completion. Basically, the man would be ready for reproduction at this age. 
around the age of 16. For women, it is not eight, it is seven. And that refers to, of course, in terms of the years for puberty, that around age 14, the woman is fertile, able to have a child. And this is something that stems back several thousand years where they believed that the women would develop in periods of seven years and men would develop over periods of eight years. Every eight years there would be a transformation for men, for women, every seven years. Similar to that of fermenting a wine or distilling a particular type of alcohol, we know that that takes a lot of time and effort, and there are different stages of the transformation process or the fermenting process or distilling process, where, of course, if you take it out a little bit too soon, the taste, the quality, the strength of it is not potentially what it could be. Also, if you wait a little too long, you might ruin it, depending on how well the environment is where it is actually being fermented or distilled. So the longer that it can be held in place and the, the, the amount of care that can be provided to it, not just put it in a, in a barrel and leave it there and never touch it uh, for 50, 60, 70 years, uh, I mean, that kind of wine or alcohol is probably not going to taste that great. Uh, you have to care for it over time. And that is ultimately what we are doing with our own individual essence here. We are caring for it so that, number one, that it actually transforms, it ferments over a long period of time, and it is able to be used at the right time. So these eight-year time periods, these seven-year time periods, are places in time where men and women have a significant shift in their bodies, in their minds, in their spirits, everything. The types of Jing that exist in an individual, there are three specific types. We have what we call pre-heaven, post-heaven, and kidney essence, or kidney Jing. I'm going to talk a little bit about these now. The pre-heaven type of Jing, or prenatal, which is another common term, prenatal jing or prenatal essence. This is the type of essence of you, the essence of who you are that is gifted to you from your mother and your father. So we know the birds and the bees, the sperm and the egg come together, they form the beginnings of you. So the energy, which is what is believed to happen during the period of conception in oriental medicine, the qi that is coming from the man, the woman, because ultimately jing is a formation of qi. It is just a different stage of the development or process of transformation of qi itself. So this energy, this jing that you get from your parents, some from your mom, some from your dad, when you are conceived, this is considered to be pre-heavenly jing, or prenatal jing, before you are born. This particular essence is essential for you to form into the human being that you will become. 
while you are in the womb. If you're familiar with Western medicine, we know that there are particular stages, trimesters, periods of growth that occur that are essential for the formation of the physical body of the baby inside. So this formation of life that is occurring inside of the womb is one part of the pre-heavenly essence. Also, it is one's constitution. Now, that may seem a little abstract because how can a baby that is not even yet born have its own constitution? Well, you have to start somewhere, don't you? So that begins to develop inside of the womb. So some babies are a bit more energetic. Some have less movement. Some are quite calm. Every child, as it's being formed, is pulling from the energies of the mother and the father that it was gifted with. That also points to the fact uh, that the vitality of a child, so the health of the baby inside of the womb, and also the health of the mother and the father during the period of conception, is relevant to how strong the baby will be later on. And I'll mention this in a little bit when I talk about the other two forms of essence. So this particular type of jing is known to be stored in an area of the body that we call the life gate. For those of you who are familiar with acupuncture points or even uh, those who practice martial arts, you may have heard of the name Mingmen, though the life gate. And within this life gate, for those of you who are not familiar with it, this is basically the lower back region around the area of L2, L3, a little bit inside of the torso, not immediately on the outside, but roughly in the region where your navel points back towards your spine between there and L2, L3, somewhere in that specific space. This pre-heavenly essence of who you are is thought to be stored in this region of the body and it is a place that likes to stay warm. Now, let's think of it this way. What lies in that region of the body? Of course, there are essential organs. If your organs become cold, they must maintain a certain temperature inside. But your organs must uh, be able to pull that heat into them. And that heat is coming from the area of the Mingmen. So if your internal organs, if this region of your body becomes cold, obviously it's going to affect things like your digestion. It will affect the functioning of all of the organs, per se, in this region of the body. So we want to make sure that it stays warm. And this is coming from the essence that has been gifted to you from your mother and your father. This particular type of essence also helps to move a person from the prenatal phase to the birth phase and throughout puberty. So we are constantly pulling from this type of essence because it is essential for the formation of essence that comes later on. Now, the ones that come later on, we have, if we have pre-heaven essence, then we're also gonna have post-heaven. But before we get into that, I wanna mention a couple more things. There are certain 
martial arts practices, specifically qigong, where people are attempting to rebuild, if you will, this type of essence, so jing. There's a lot of focus on the development of jing. Or, as some people are starting to view it, they believe that they're making sure that they do not tap into this type of jing that was gifted to you from your parents. Now, why would they want to do that? Well, they want to make sure that, number one, they have a good quality life, but number two, they wanted to see if they could actually live longer. So these monks or Taoist monks who are the ones practicing these techniques have been known to live over the year 100 and past that. So 110 years, 120 years. I mean, you can look it up. You can see some of the monks who have actually lived for longer periods of time. And they are constantly working on different ways that will help to prolong life. Of course, it's different for every, every individual. Uh, however, it is still worth it to try to, I, I hate to use the phrase, play around with it, but ultimately that is what they are doing. This post-heavenly essence is similar to what we've been talking about in the last three podcasts, which is the stomach and spleen are responsible for, if you remember last week, I talked about the stomach being what? The origin of the fluids. That is right. The origin of the fluids. So the stomach and the spleen are necessary for the processing of the food inside of your body. And if that is the case, and we are getting post natal or post-heaven essence from the food and the drink, then ultimately these two organ systems are at the head of the ship, if you will. They are the ones directing all of the action that is needed for you to not only break down the food, but to break it into the necessary parts and sending them out to the rest of the body. So this post-heavenly essence is under the control ultimately of the stomach and spleen. Our last form of essence here is the kidney essence or kidney jing. This is probably one of the most common ones because acupuncturists, when they are evaluating someone's level of health, level of maturity, level of development, we are looking at kidney jing. Why? Because it is the immediate form of jing that we can ultimately treat. It is much harder to treat the prenatal or pre-heavenly jing, of course, because that is gifted from our mother and our father, we get a certain amount from them. The post-natal, or post-heavenly jing, is the one that we get from our food and drink. So we can adjust that based off of the foods that we are consuming, given that there's no problem in the digestion process. Then we get to the point where we have this kidney jing. So both types of essence, this prenatal and postnatal, are necessary for growth to occur. So this kidney essence, this kidney jing, is formed by the combination of both pre-heavenly and post-heavenly. So the three types, the last one, kidney jing, is made up of the first two. This particular type of essence is the one that begins to refine over time and help you to develop into the human being that you are because you are always tapping into it. 
Now again, let me come back very briefly to the first two, which is pre and post. So the pre-heavenly one, remember I said you get a certain amount. And post-heavenly comes from your food and your drink. Both of these help to create the kidney jing. Now, if you do not have enough kidney jing, how would that show? Well, the kidney, for those of you who are familiar, the kidney jing, kidneys are responsible for the development of the bones. They help with the formation of blood. They connect with various areas of the body, which may show as having issues if we don't have enough kidney jing. And that would look like someone who hasn't developed completely. And that could mean physically. That could also mean mentally. So issues related to psychological development, issues related to physical development, and any challenges that come with the two are traced back to kidney jing specifically. If you want to make sure that, number one, if you don't have enough kidney jing, you're going to be asking for, I need more pre and post. Come on, give me some of these substances. I need you to, I need you to give me some of this uh, not yet refined wine. Let's pull it from the barrel. Okay, slowly you're pulling this wine out from the barrel. Okay, this whiskey, this distilled alcohol, this using uh, this analogy again, but pulling this substance out of where it is currently being stored when you in actuality shouldn't be. So the development process in terms of the development of a fine wine or a fine whiskey, we need to make sure that it remains in the barrel and remains cared for. If we are not eating foods properly, if we are not eating the types of foods that we should, constantly eating fast food, uh, processed foods, stuff that has all kinds of chemicals, etc. If we are eating foods that are not natural for our body to consume or eating foods that contain unnatural substances, that can ultimately affect the health of the stomach and the spleen, which in the end will affect the quality of your kidney gene. So food and drink is essential for the development of this last type of jing, which is a kidney jing. And it can be found across the entire body. This type of jing is the one that helps with the development of, remember, kidney jing is a formation of qi. It is a particular type of qi as well. Everything is formed from qi. Some is more dense, some is less dense. So this particular type of jing is known to produce other substances across the body. If you remember at the beginning, I mentioned the process of development or puberty. In children, if they are healthy, then they will have healthy bones, healthy teeth, their brain will function well, healthy hair. Basically, the maturation process of a child is happening normally. After puberty, again, remember I said around the period of puberty, these years of eight, years of seven, 
we have the ability to reproduce with fertility. Later on, if there are problems with fertility, and we're not quite sure why, there could be various reasons. It doesn't mean that it points always back to kidney jing, but we could look a little bit farther and see exactly what is happening. So the reproduction ability and even some of these other corresponding regions or parts of the body which point back to the functioning of the kidney as well as kidney jing. Say, for example, all of your hair starts to fall out at the age of 19 and you had no other signs or symptoms. Obviously, that would be a little strange. The bones start to become very brittle. They don't develop. Your bone density is quite low. So therefore, the kidney jing is being affected for some reason. Now we are going to look into that immediately. So often, acupuncturists can tell just by observing you. And when you report certain things, then we can determine that there may be something related to, number one, the kidneys in general, number two, kidney chi, or number three, maybe even a little bit deeper. Maybe there is a problem with the development of your physical body, mental body, spiritual body, one of these different levels of who you are as an individual. So again, I mentioned earlier that there is this constitution that is developed and this is ultimately stemming back from the pre-heavenly portion so who you are as an individual who you become who you are prone to be the character of who you are as an individual the things you like to do the people you like to be around all of these places where you make the choices in your life are based on your individual constitution, given that it is not inhibited by some outside uh, form of influence, if you will. So our constitution is also strengthened over time or weakened over time. And often you will see some connection to the functioning of one's constitution or the character and also in terms of their development. So over the years, maybe, for example, you grow up and you're not too confident. As a result, the life choices that you make aren't at the, uh, the level that they potentially could be. And maybe your physical body suffers as a result. That doesn't ultimately mean that your kidney jing is weak or low or however you want to describe it. It just simply means that you are not using it to its fullest potential. So we need to care for ourselves more. And usually in those types of states, we often sacrifice one particular thing, which is how we care for ourselves, including the food and drink that we consume. So consuming a lot of alcohol, we know that that could lead to issues with our bones as well as other organ systems. So consumption of alcohol could negatively affect us consumption of the wrong types of foods can also negatively affect us and if we are not consuming the right foods and drinks we know that that's going to affect the jing or essence that we are supposed to be forming after we are born so it is our responsibility to ensure that we are caring for ourselves we are making sure that the character of who we are is being monitored and cared for properly so that we do not tap into 
the essence that we have received from our mother and father, which is ultimately limited. This form of Jing that we get before we are born is only a certain amount. That is the belief of most practitioners, of most martial artists, you name it. By ensuring that we do not tap into this portion of us and that we also care for ourselves through eating the right foods and drinks and having a healthy lifestyle, a healthy mind, and a healthy spiritual life and practice, then we can ultimately, given that there are other, no other negative circumstances in our lives, we could ultimately live a very healthy and happy life. So this is a great place to stop our conversation about Jing. So take a minute after this podcast finishes to sort of take a look into your own life to see if, number one, if you are consuming the best types of foods and drinks in your life, are you caring for yourself at the level that you know you should be? If not, when are you going to change that? Because it's going to show up in your life. If you don't get enough sleep, if you don't eat the right foods, it's going to change how you think, how you feel, how you act. And it is going to affect the lives of the other people around you. So your jing is essential, not just for the process of development. And don't just think about it in terms of how you develop physically. Am I going to be tall? Am I going to be short? Am I going to be fat? Am I going to be thin? Not that type of constitution. That is part of it, but also the type of person you are becoming. So we are all in a particular stage of our life. We are all in a particular period of eight or period of seven years that will help us to understand exactly how healthy we are during that period of our life and how much longer ultimately we have to go. So the vitality of your own life is determined not just by what is gifted to you from your mother and your father, but also by how you care for yourselves. So take a look at your own life. Take a look at the actions that you are performing now, the choices that you are making in your own life, and see if they resonate with how you wish to be living your life now. And if not, it's time to make a change. That's the end of part four of the five treasures of acupuncture. This is the end of part four of the five treasures of acupuncture. I'm Justin Flinner. And this is the Justin Flitter Podcast by My Mentor Medicine. I thank you all for listening, and I'll see you next time for Part 5. Take care. This podcast is brought to you by My Mentor Medicine, an organization that is dedicated to helping people improve their lives by learning to empower themselves and take control of their own life. Any form of reproduction or distribution of this podcast is strictly prohibited. Should you have any questions on using this podcast or information that is contained within this podcast, please write to info at mymetromedicine.com.